Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. Valentine's Day has come and gone, which has got a lot of us thinking, now what? Well, in today's show, I'm giving you tips to help you step up your sex and dating game, including tips for setting the perfect sext, helping your partner open up in the bedroom, and so much more. Thanks for listening. Okay, people, the genius design team at WeVibe has done it again. The brand new Nova by WeVibe is quite simply a dual stimulation superstar in that it expertly pleasures your clitoris and G-spot at the same time without missing a beat. You might be thinking, huh, that sounds like my favorite rabbit vibe, but it's not. Unlike traditional rabbits that tend to lose contact when you slide the shaft outward, the Nova has this external stimulator that's long and curved, and it creates this firm flexible external pressure. So when you maneuver the G-spot insertion stimulator, it the external part does not leave your clitoris, which is the whole point of dual stimulation. So it's kind of like they hacked the rabbit vibe, which was always problematic because the little thing leaves your clitoris and you want it to stay in your clitoris and inside the whole time. You just got to check out the Nova because it's easy to use. The controls that you cycle through its multiple vibration modes and even allows you to work the internal and external side stimulations independently. Because as you know, if you're looking for your G-spot, sometimes it's great to have a little clitoral uh, orgasm first, just pop one of those suckers out and then have the whole dual stimulation thing, have blended orgasms. It's all a good time. And you can also connect this to your smartphone using the We Connect app. Your partner can vibe you, you can vibe yourself using the phone, all that. So check it out, the Nova by WeVibe. It's so unique. Just try it. Believe me, you know, I never say you're wrong. Go to sexwithemily.com, look, uh, click on the Nova banner and go to wevibe.com. It'll take you there and enter promo code Emily for a special discount. Thanks for listening. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily. You got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. A girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean? Like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. Well, you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com. Check out all of our cool things. I think we are actually launching our new website this weekend. Anderson. Hi, Anderson. What up, Em? I've been talking about this new website thing for oh, a few months now, but you know websites. They take a while. But we've been having some um, issues with the old one finally. It's just dead. And our new one is going to be so awesome because I've got 10 years of material on there, and sometimes it's harder to find. So now it's going to be um, all souped up. You can still sign up for the mailing list. Check out all of our blogs. We update it every day. Videos, all that good stuff. And also... um. Check out our YouTube channel. And now I'm on Snapchat because you just the kids got to do Snapchat. That's I'm into the, it. I, I just I'm, started it. I'm so old. That's, that's I'm the at one Sex that, on everything. Twitter, it disappears, Instagram. right? It disappears. I know we are. Like, right, everyone? It, you it's just, been around for years. When I first heard about it, I'm like, oh, great. So it's for, like, kids to, like, sexting. send yeah. pictures of their vaginas and then they just go away. Right. But now it's but like now a whole thing. But now it's the thing. thing. Like I've heard everyone's migrated from like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Everything is Snapchat But now. it goes away. It does go away. But you have these stories. So you have like a daily story that you can tell. So it's like you just start snapping through all the day. Like here's my lunch. Here's like yesterday we were shooting oh. videos. Most of the stuff should be thrown away. Exactly. And it shouldn't be but put the out there to begin is, with. But the thing is I don't understand. I guess I just feel like I'm trying it out. Like Periscope and all that stuff. Um, which I'm all at sex with them if you're digging any of these things. 
Twitter, Instagram, Who's whatever. Who's not? Who's but, not digging? But the thing is, we're digging. But the thing about Snapchat mm. is, yeah, it does go away. It's still a little bit confusing to me. I'm trying to figure it out because I guess people, it feels much more intimate, you know, because it's like people can really see, like, I'm in my house. I'm in, we were shooting you videos. You can do that on Instagram. The you can do that on Twitter. Yeah, but Instagram's so much more, I'll show you after. But I don't... It's like, you know what I was thinking, like, during love, like, right now, I'm glad you asked. I'm you can sna- do this with Instagram, though. No, 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 no. This is, I'm Snapchatting you right now, okay? Okay, all right. So, I'm going to Snapchat. Hi, I, uh, well, fuck, I see, I feel like bad at it still. No, wait, okay. You I'm going to take a video. You cussed first. Okay, sorry. Well done. Okay, this, uh, this is me recording my show with Anderson. Snapchat. Say hi, Anderson. Snapchat. Hi. I'm teaching him it. I just flashed. Okay, fun. Hi. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, so that's done, and then I post that seven-minute thing on Snapchat. Seven minutes. Seven seconds. That was a quick seven. And then you could do pictures, you could do whatever, and then people look at your story that lasts 24 hours. So, like, this morning I did me sitting with Madison, which I really didn't, but I could have. She was at my house. And then I'll do Walking Stanley. Why is this different than... than... I don't know. I'm still figuring it out. It's but... Vine. It's Instagram. It's... It's easier. Twitter, if you add a picture to your comment. It's the same. It's just kids for whatever reason like this is the hit place to be right now right and i don't know and I... it was invented obviously for sexting i would think well it was it was but invented it for sexting, maybe which we're gonna talk about 24 hours for the and nerd kids to it, figure out how to capture those those vaginas and nipples that were being snapchatted and then they keep them and they can put those wherever they want because there's always a way to capture it even if it does go away after I'm just including this in my story hold on i'm just mm-hmm. doing it posting now i'm just totally listening do i look to good you. do i look good yeah, yeah it's totally erase? Okay. i posted it um yeah, I don't even know what happens. So it's kind of like it's you don't have to think about it as much. It's really easy just to be like, you know, here, like last night I did like six of them because we were shooting videos all day at the house. It was like behind the scenes shooting our videos. And then I was at my friend Nikki at, at Cantor's Deli. I'm like, here's my matzo ball soup. And it was like throughout the day. And it's your story. And oh, that I get it. You couldn't, you couldn't have done that on Instagram. Well, but that's it. No it. one wants you to post eight times a day on Instagram. Hey, if I'm following on Snapchat, same thing. I don't want you to post nine no, times. No, but then people looked at like 5,000 people looked at my stuff yesterday. You know what it's doing? It's just gearing us more towards a throwaway society that we already are. And it's, I know. It, it's, it's so gross. sad. I yeah. think we should give away our phones and throw what them What movies over there? and like all of television? Like TV back in the olden days, Em. Like they wouldn't record it. Like it would air. It would go out on the television. I and remember. it wouldn't be getting backed up anywhere. Never. And you'll, we'll never ever it. see never those see it again. again. That was the original Snapchat. Yeah, it's true. You're right. Never went back to the old time. You're right. But I think it was initially I thought about it like, oh, now you can sext um, your partner or like send the naked now photos. Yeah. And then it goes away. But you could still do screenshots. But yeah. then I guess it people. You t- can do beyond that. The nerds figured out a way. I mean, there's they certain. They can hack Snapchat. Yeah. There's websites they devoted to, to uh, Snapchats. Really? That are supposed to be so secret? Yeah. There's entire. Dude, I'm just having fun. Forms. This is another way to be attached to you my phone it? forever. You done it? I've done what? Have your nips uh, slipped up on the old no, Snapchat? No, I hope there? not. No? I just posted something. I barely double checked it. That's the thing. I just sent it. There, okay. watch Anderson and I. Um, oh, we'll be gone by the time they get this, so who knows? Um, but it's just like if we're sitting at Loveline, you're like, oh, what happens in those? You only get 10 seconds, or you could do a photo, and you can't upload anything from your phone. Who oh, cares? yeah, that's totally different from Instagram. Oh, wait, no, it's not at all. Okay, I'll show you after. Whatever, you don't care. But um, listen, it's a good time. And um, I, I'm sitting here. I, I just want to tell everyone that I have a new man in my life. She does. It's true. And it's, um, I don't know. I just feel like a different woman right now. Like, I can't believe how he makes me feel. She's got my dog. My dog in the lap. Hi, Stanley. She's and I have him. You're going to see a lot. Okay, if you do follow me on Instagram and Snapchat, you'll be seeing a lot of pictures of us right, together. Well, put some on Instagram so they don't go away. So I, I can see them when I get no, back. I will. You're not you know going to go on Snapchat. I get it. Oh, yeah. I also get, you know what? Snapchat will kind of force you to be in the know and be on top of things. You can't like just let it go for a few days because you'll miss out on stuff because it'll be gone. Right. So it's like 
it's like life before TiVo. Right. Like if you want to see something, you better watch your first run. Right. Okay. Kind of. But it's also behind the scenes, so it's kind of like a lot of stuff is but like... But that's Instagram. That could be... No, it's not. It's like seven seconds of like, like people probably that's might Vine. be interested in what happens just now. How do we record the you show? You could do that on Vine. Yeah, but it's much more producing tags, and you, you gotta can... like think of that's the thing on Instagram. You gotta tag, and you gotta color correct it. Here, I just did it, and I posted it, and that's me on Love Line because I said, "All right, that's me on doing sex with sex Emily." Is what this show's called. Yeah, yeah, sex with Emily. So like, here's Anderson. I don't even know what it said. I just posted it because mm-hmm. if you close out of it, it goes away. It's just much more like if I close out, I'm like, "Oh, I'll it's post here it now." Later. Instant you gratification. Do it. So like, here's what I'm doing. Here's me driving. I mean, I don't know. That, I'm gonna don't get do into that. it. That's bad, dude. It won't be my lunches. Although I did post a matzo ball last night. Because it was at Cantor's. No, I was sitting having matzo ball soup. Um, I was having matzo ball soup. It was fun with my friend Nikki. Because you're Jewish. I'm a Jew. It was funny, though, because we were with my non-Jewish friend, and she's like, I love matzo soup. What's in it? We both look at each other. We're like, hmm, I don't know. I mean, it's matzo. It was good. Cantor's really. So, um, okay. World famous Cantor's. It is world famous. Do they say that? Very bland food, considering how world famous that place is. And it took like 16 hours. They were really upset about the credit card splitting, (laughs) and it took like 16 hours to pay our bill. I used to live across the street from Cantor's. You did? That's near me. It was was actually my my go-to restaurant for about a year. I wish you still lived there. Yeah. We'd be best friends. It's the weirdest neighborhood over there, because it's nothing but Hasidic Jews and like hardcore thugs, and a bunch of wannabe actors. What? And tourists. That's okay. It's like a it's like a mile from my house. You mean that Fairfax area? Yeah, Fairfax that's where I lived. I lived right there, right across the How street from ago? CBS. Ah, seven eight years ago. Okay, I think. But it was funny because you'd see like hardcore crack addicts like walking by like Hasidic Jews, and they'd kind of make brief eye contact and think we have nothing in common, and then just keep going their separate ways. <laughs> exactly. What do you think? It's I think it's been cleaned up a little bit, changed. Yeah, they got rid of Jews. They got rid of all the Jews. They got rid of all the Jews except for the deli. Yeah, I know. I always feel bad, but the Hasidic Jews sometimes try to convert me. Do they like, really? Yeah. I didn't think they were big on that. No, they're just like, hey, well, no. I think this one might have been hitting on me. I'm not sure what it was, but he was like, last year he invited me to his Seder at his house. It was uh, like, Pastor, he's like, what are you it's doing? It's a terrible pickup line. Come to my Seder. <laughs> Want to come and to I, a bris that I'm going to be performing? I love to come to the bris. Um, it's yeah, bris, right? That brisk? Bris, 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 bris. Yeah, yeah well, they, cut, yeah, they cut the yeah. peen. Yeah, you know the party. real hardcore Hasidics actually suck the blood out? I'm not making jokes here. They suck it? I, it's it's dark subject matter, and I kind of regret bringing it up now. But yeah, I regret it too. I'm sorry, but yeah, that that's a true thing. Actually, some certain sects uh, that go way back that are heavily steeped in tradition. Actually, the moil is uh, to suck the uh, he the sucks blood, it, or is he yeah. sucking it out with the device where he puts it, his mouth. Then the reason why this came to light is because like a couple of years ago in New York, there was like newborn babies with herpes and they tracked it back to this one rabbi. I remember this story. Yeah. I blocked it. Thank you for bringing Sorry. it back. <laughs> Jesus. Sex in the news. Anderson Sex style. in the news. Ready? Well, do you want some real sex in the news? Yes. Okay. If a woman texts LOL or ha ha, you're 39% more likely to have sex with her. Tee-hee. So uh, since 2016, the... Uh, since the 2016 edition of the Singles in America survey has been published, we've learned quite a bit. We've discovered some interesting information on how emojis can help your game, as well as the dating habits of Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump supporters. Today, we find out the world, the words that seem to be telltale signs that a girl is definitely interest, interested in you. Kind of say for a moment how weird it is that girl came back. Like it used to be just like woman, woman, woman. You can't say girl. Like when I was in college, like it was so not I think PC. that might have been kind of isolated to Michigan thing because no. that never really came out here. Mm-mm. I call them ladies. I call them broads. I call them but girls. girls. I just, I don't know. I've started to go back to it. But people have to, if the women, the girls aren't pissed, then I'll call you girls. Okay. The survey of 5,500 singles on the for the online dating site Match revealed that when someone used the words LOL or haha in a message to a potential partner, it increases the chances of a second date by 255%. Jesus. 
If the individual used those two words, it increased the probability they would have sex by 39%. Now, I wonder if a second date just means you're more likely to have sex. Yeah, I mean, it starts getting interwoven here. It's not a perfect science. but I There hear, is I, no perfect science to any of these studies. Okay, so, um, or there's this, too. Maybe most people do that, and most people have sex, and most people do second dates, because pretty much everyone does the LOL. And I the don't ha-ha. LOL. I, I go ha-ha. I hate. You hate ha-ha? I hate LOL. Oh, I hate LOL. I hate it so much. I know. I, I do. I do hate it. I, I just, like, I don't think guys do it. It's just bullshit. It's a, it's a lie. You did not just laugh aloud. Well, sometimes no. I do LOL, but I'll just go ha-ha. Like, I do. Some people make me laugh out loud. What about the ha-ha-ha-ha? Sometimes I'll go, I seriously did just LOL, yeah. like, to let yeah, yeah, them yeah. know that was real. Right. But I won't just LOL. Rolling on the ground, laughing my ass off. No, you're not. Right. You're not rolfing. No. You're not. Stop no. lying to me. Uh, but here's something. Okay. On the opposite side, if a person uses the phrase... On fleek, it decreases your chance of a second date by 26%. What is that? Right, exactly. I had this discussion with Madison today. Just tell her that her eyebrows look nice, please, for your own sake. So apparently, right, it's a thing. It's a term. I'd never heard it. On fleek, it means like on point. Uh But it started by saying like your eyebrows are on fleek. Uh But if you say it, I guess, you you won't get laid. But I've never even heard it before. So I'm not going to say it. These are valuable little nuggets you're sending out to your uh, single I know. Don't say on fleek. I've never heard it either. I just thought I was out of it because I don't know a lot of things that are cool. And it stands for what? I'm sorry. Like you're on point. Like your brows are on fleek. I guess it started talking about eyebrows. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is this like the same like turn up, turn down? Are we talking about this stuff now? I am so old. I have no idea what's going on. Google it on fleek. I don't have time to Google now. Hey, I got a stat too. Uh, If she writes, uh, let's fuck, 100%. Yeah. 100% means that you're right. That's even better. The study also uh, discovered if a person did not whine or dine their potential mate on the first date, their chances of scoring a second date decreases by 107%. I would think of so. Of course. Yeah. Duh. It's like they going to a study. baseball game and the players never come out. Exactly. <laughs> you're right. there like, empty, you just pick them up and you're just like field. sit in the car and look at each other. Like, what do you do if you don't whine <laughs> or dine? What are you going them? to a park? What yeah, are you like doing? A drive through and be like, you can get a soda. I uh, don't understand. You know what, though? If I, let's say you and I were dating and I brought Stanley and I said, hey, our date's going to be walking Stanley. You'd be down. But I love Stanley. That's you're right. True. But that wouldn't be wine and dine. That would just be a plan. I mean, I don't know. You're right. Maybe dog walking doesn't count. It sucks if you're a young guy and you have no money. Does, what do you do? You just spend all your money. You on just age. be awesome. That's what you have to do. You have to really step your game up and, and, and you are the entertainment. No, but I did a lot of artists who had no money. And I always had good jobs. Right. I was much more like type A and focused in my 20s. Than you are now. Yeah. Holy shit. I know. And I don't feel it anymore. I feel so not... Like that. Mm-hmm. I was like super, I wore suits. Unbearable. Did you have any friends or people around you? Yes, I did, did have friends. they all hate you? No, they liked me, but yeah. I was very like, it's funny, you know, Drew, we asked Dr. Drew before, like, what's the most healthy addiction you can have? Uh-huh. And he said exercise, Water. if uh-huh. you had to. Uh-huh. And I was like, a, a exercise, like I'd run marathons every day, I'd run 10 miles for work. And, and it's funny because that, I was. I didn't drink. I didn't do anything. I just all was, lean, bony, and sweaty, and yeah, just like, worked at city go. hall wearing uh, suits. Like had a parking spot at city. I was like, like. But you know what else though? And my, I was dating artists who didn't have cars, and they would. But bike. you're never a bitch. No. You know what? That type of person you just described, bitch. You know what you're I mean? Right. Because they never expect bi- everyone else to be up to their level, but you don't have no, that I'm, vibe. I'm not bitchy. My mom said that to me today too. She goes, "You know what? You're never." That's like, what you it is. We've been trying to figure body. it out, Em. Because what? like you have all the attributes of people that we hate, but you don't have the bitch attributes that usually. Like, is the uh, exclamation mark on that personality. You're right. You don't have that. No, not at all. That's I think why it's we like I'm you. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I could do all this, but I, I so I'm not judgmental. I'm not too nice. You're like a hippie type A person. You're an anomaly. I am a you're hippie, an too. That's the yeah. thing is I'm a hippie a little bit. Anomaly. I'm a little chill. I light incense when I go home. But you're not sanctimonious. You don't tell people how to live their lives. You give them advice. Yeah. 
I'm not going to tell them how. Yeah, oh, I, I don't judge anyone. I, I should. Oh, you're right. I you're am pretty goddamn sweet. You're sweet. Thank you. Um, here's another thing that's not really surprising, but drinking cocktails on a first date increases odds for a second date by a whopping 137%. Is that the Bill Cosby stat? Booze makes everything better. And the most expensive dates were not in New York City or San Francisco, but in Austin, Texas. What? The, the average cost is $81.42. I think they have the river walk down there, right? Is that in Austin? Austin? No, that's... um. Alabama. Where my aunt lives. No, it is Texas. It's the other city in Texas. Austin's the most expensive, huh? No, but it's um what's the one with the 81? river walk? It's um my aunt lives in my brain. Is it somewhere in Te- Dallas? No, it's not San Dallas. Antonio. San Antonio. Thank Let's you. Let's go see a Spurs game and do the river walk. Let's totally. The least expensive place in the country is Portland, Oregon. Forty five dollars a day. But that still seems like a lot. Maybe I don't have guys taking me out. Portland's because they're just like uh smoking weed, transporting dead bodies. Yeah, that's what they're doing there. Doing meth. I, I want to go there. I want to go to Seattle. Seattle. I've been to Seattle. Sweet. You've never been there? No. I love Seattle. I've never been to Portland either. I, really? I, I've been living Stanley Dog here everywhere. You ever seen Portlandia? No. Great television program. Okay. You got to see it before we go to Portland. I'm going to watch a lot of TV shows this week. I don't believe you. I was a little sad this week. I told you. Yeah. We weren't going to bring it up. M's but... having uh, bad times. And actually, you said something quite insightful. I can't remember what it was. <laughs> oh. Yeah, as I was as we were preparing for the show, and I went to go get myself a coffee, which I very rudely didn't ask you if you uh, wanted I'm one. I'm out of caffeine. I'm, I cut caffeine. You cut caffeine, I yes. I cut everything. You were saying you were longing for uh, the days of neuroses? Well, I was saying that I don't typically get sad. I'm not like a depressive She's person. She's sad right now. I mostly am anxious. Anxious, that's my, yeah. That's what I, and that's not even an emotion. And mostly identify with anxiety, not sadness, but I've been feeling a little sad, and I was thinking... God, I just wish I could be anxious again. You were, it's only been two days. You said like, whatever, however you phrased it was quite poetic, and I liked it. <laughs> I you said you're I'm longing for I'm longing for the anxiety, the days of anxious. Yes, <laughs> which sums I it up. Said, I know exactly where how you're feeling but I'm right going now. To, like, I gave up that. caffeine. Yeah, um, I ended a relationship, mm-hmm. which is cool because it was like on and off, but it's right. fine. But I just I don't know. But she it's, doesn't like to admit to her feelings, but she's a little, a little right. sad right now. But I got to tell you that it feels really good and. It's like, wow, it's like a whole new, not that I don't feel, I do feel. Like I was talking to my mom earlier and I I snapped at her and I called her back. I'm really, oh. I, I was cried because I felt so bad. Like it's weird. You know what you should do one day what? if you really can't, if you're miserable and you can't get off, write yourself an email and then give yourself advice on the show. You're so right. That'd I be sweet. Do. I know. It's so true. But now I feel better because I have my little Stanley here. Stanley. Um, okay. The optimum amount of time for a first date is two and a half hours and gives the highest potential for a second date. If you're there for two and a half hours- you're likely going to have a second date. Um, over 70% of those on a date with a man prefer that he be clean shaven. Blasphemy. Why is that blasphemy? Okay, now I must question legit- legit- legitimacy. Whoever wrote this article obviously has Stupid. a thick beard. Yeah, I don't care about that. Clean shaven? No. Are you? No, you're not clean. I mean, well, I mean, I'm not a lady, but I can imagine that, you know, women would have preferences with the scratchiness, especially if you're going to like the Cotalingus town and, you know, the... Scratching of the beard there. And... I think that some women just think it's kind of like clean, like it looks, but I don't know. I don't think it's about the carnalingus thing. I think it's just like women are sort of well, even kissing. Clean cut. Like I could, it if you have a really coarse me. beard and there's like food in it, ugh, no, I wouldn't want that. But I'm a straight dude. So like the idea of kissing someone with a beard is a huge turn off. Right. But you don't have a beard, you have a scruffy. I don't know. That's just whatever. That's what match. I, actually, they do this survey every year. And it's if you go to match or whatever, they have pretty good stats. That was interesting, interesting. right? Yeah, for sure. But now we're going to, um, we're going to talk about sexting, okay? Because sexting- I missed this boat, but I'm familiar with it. I know you it. did because you're married, mm-hmm. but- Are you choking? You're okay. No, just a, Stanley, this is what happens when I get Stanley- Oh, that, I should have brought you the- 
I have brush? like combs and a brush and I like know, no I know I brought stuff. him a brush next time. Oh, do you have no shed stuff? They make that? It doesn't really work though. It makes him smell funny. He smells like a hippie. I washed him last time in the sink. Oh, are you saying my dog's dirty? Shower. No, I just like, I like to wash him. Uh-huh. But then I did buy him a brush. I have one at my house. Okay, good. Because he sheds like a mother. I don't even care. Okay. Okay. So, but it's getting my nose. Yeah, I feel like you care right now. I feel like I care just because it's getting my nose. Right. So sexting um, is a whole thing now, right? I mean, it used to be people used to email me like, how do I, and they still say, how, to t- how do I talk dirty? But it's more like, it used to be, how do we have phone sex? Right. But no one's really having phone sex anymore. I never understood that. No? Nah, didn't do it for me. Didn't do it for you? But just like hearing your partner's voice. But the great thing about phone sex and the same thing about sexting is there are a few really good things about it, but there are some rules. And I just have five right now that I'd like to go through. All right. Um, because the truth is, it can be a fun way to turn up the heat in your relationship, as well as start up something new with a partner, like someone new that you're dating, like before you even get into the bedroom. Yikes. It's kind of like a modern day love letter. <laughs> sexting you're not sending him a letter but you're saying like it could be personalized and God, meaningful how far are we falling honey I don't know, you know what but I mean? really it should leave you both aroused and primed and ready to go and the other great thing about it like just like dirty like phone sex what people do is that um, oftentimes it gives you the permission to talk about things that you want but you can't really save like when you're face to face with your partner but if you're sexing it you could be like hey I can't wait for you to come over and tie me up and then you know you want to be tied up that's that good. Kind of that's a good point. You can learn learn what your partner's right because you can say it in the safety of your own right. house with your phone or wherever you are texting and you know at work. Um, but the first things there's a few things that you need to know about it if you want because I get questions all the time from friends are like sending me screenshots like I should start a service actually where I answer people's sex for them because I do it for my friends. I'm like oh, oh like say you'd this be like, uh, yeah screenshots. What's it what's it called? I, I call it Roxanne, but it's a Bergerac. Right. See. Uh, Serrano de Bergerac. I'm going to just go with you there. Right. Yeah. Right. Who wrote the love letter? Who would do the tell? Like he, yeah, he would tell the person how right. to. Back the, in the I kind of do that. Like, I help my friends. I'm like, no, say this. Don't say that. So consider timing. There this should be the an first app thing. for that. There should be. I, maybe I should, that should be my next app. You're killing me with your rubbing of your nose. What you do I do? It's all over my. It's hard. <laughs> She's but being just happened the enveloped first time. by Stanley's because I keep, shedding hair. Is it because I'm hugging him so tight? Yes, and you keep rubbing him. Stop. I love him. He's like he's like a uh, human Prozac. Okay. So the first thing is consider timing. You need to choose the right time in two ways, okay? First of all, if your partner's at work, like timing matters. Like there's always, you know, open up the sexting session like, hey, what are you up to right now? Because like if they're at work or they're in the middle of a meeting, you're going to feel rejected. Don't come hard, yeah. Yeah, don't come hard. Like I'm coming hard right now. And don't ever leave I didn't with that. Mean that. But I if they're like... meeting, I know what you meant. But if they're meeting or they're at dinner with their parents, for example, you might want to hold back on the sexting right. session and also make sure they're on board with that. it. Okay. But the other thing is if you're in a relationship, you don't want to start sexting too soon. No. Like, and by relationship, I mean like probably a few dates even like right. you got to, you got to feel the waters out. But and you just like, said that it's a courtship. It is a courtship when you're already dating, but when you've already met someone like the, what things that you can't do is if you've never, okay. Do you know how many people start sexting with people like they meet on Tinder? Like, oh, I, I can't bet. wait yeah, to meet yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And then you have this whole you get dick pics. You get dick pics. You get naked pics. I get oh, so many guy friends are just like, hey, look at this pic. This girl on Tinder sent me. I'm like, she's already sent you naked. Like, what is there to look forward to? And then maybe this is something that I'm not understanding. Like, girls feel like they have to do that to My get God. to close the deal. But, like, you're getting the whole shebang. Like, it used to be no, fun. No, it's two-dimensional. What? And it's cold. 
But do you even want to? Yeah, you would if you're a guy. You'd want if to I'm see. I'm a dude. Yeah, absolutely. But it's all Show lighting and editing and like like Facetune. Like how we do you know? Have, what I started She's to getting say rid earlier, of her dimples. What we've fallen so far. Imagine back to the Victorian days when like the the man would court the woman with like poetry. You know, it, my lovely, and he would like seal it with wax and I'm send saying it it's off a modern day love letter. And but now this it's is, just like here are my tits. I know. Here are my Check tits. Check out my dick. Prematurely this tits. This go inside you. Yep. Let's fuck. My friend, I was out there last night, the same one I was having soup with at Cantor's, the nice Jewish place. We were talking about this, and she had a whole, I'm like, well, let me see the dick pics. She had an entire folder on her phone. A folder of dick pics, her giving blowjobs, her tits, her sexy photos. She's a friend of mine. Uh, And I was just like so impressed. I kept scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. Well, just sort of pressed and amused and sort of like, you don't care? Do you remember Steven Soderbergh's breakthrough film? Not impressed, like, not impressed, because I don't want dick pics. I mean, just like, hmm, just found it curious. Sex lies and videotape? Yes, I do. It was like such a huge thing. Because it was about this guy, James Spader, uh, would actually record his, uh, videotape his sexual encounters. And now that's like par for the course. Right. Like they made an entire movie about this insane person who actually cataloged and filmed his sexual encounters. And now that's just what you do. That's what you do. She she had a picture of her at Cantor's deli. She's like, and look at this. And she's like, there's me giving him a blowjob. I'm like, does he have this? She goes, no, we took it on my phone. I'm like, okay. But does she like color catalog? Log them like no, no, like, like the full like rainbow of Benetton in there. No, there wasn't the that. It was dicks. just like they were all, but they were all in the folder. I got to give her that. But um, you you also like I said, you want to save the sex for down the road. It could be a fun way to lead someone into sexing, like when before you actually have sex, but not before you actually meet. So a suggestive sex at the beginning is like a tiny suggestion of like what might to come, like what like I can't wait to see you. Like it was so hot making out with you last time. You know, you could right. send something like that at the beginning. So again, timing. You don't want to sex before you meet someone and maybe if you make out or you've gone out twice you can start mildly sexting and then also just check out where make sure they're in a good place number two you want to build up to sexting um when you're sexting with someone you don't want to start off like i just came on your face or something jesus well i'm just saying you know i'm trying to understand what i mean you got to be it's like foreplay it's like digital foreplay so you don't go straight for the genitals which i've often said on the show is that like the biggest buzzkill is when you're hooking up with a guy um, I feel like this is a male thing, but you're making out and then they go right for your pants. And I always thought just like when you get into a relationship with someone for a long time, they're like, forget your boobs. I just want to get so busy. You, there's this protocol. You got to start. Yeah. You got to yeah. like, you know, don't go over the general. Yeah. So it's like teasing. Start small. Don't get dirty too fast. Mm-hmm. Um, use your words to get things started and naked pictures and highly sexual language right off the bat. You know what it reminds me of? Hmm. Like the finger in the butt, like right before you, like like doing that too quickly when you don't even know it's coming. <laughs> like, I, oh my God, a finger in my butt without lube. What the hell just happened? We were yeah. making out and you stuck your finger in my butt. I have That's a friend, what it's like. A very good friend who uh, was making out with a girl in a bar, like actually at the bar. And he, he tells the story so like uh, casually. He's like, yeah, I was uh, just making out with her. And I put my hands down her pants right at the bar, and just right up her butt. I'm like, what? Dude, you're in public at a bar? And like, that's. Was like, he testing if she was like, oh, kind of into that kind of thing? I don't know. But like you ignore the boobs there in the bar. I guess when you're in a bar, you get a yeah. Take but what why you not get, put him up right? her vagina? Because like the, I guess his hand wasn't in the appropriate place. This is the same man who actually broke his arm while fisting a woman. Oh my god! Well, that makes sense then. And he that's... broke his arm while fisting a woman. Yeah. Was he? You had to have a cast. How did he not? <laughs> but she liked it so much. He was a giver. He liked. She liked it so much that he felt the pain, but he just kept doing. <laughs> Are you serious? Did he marry this god. woman? No, he's not married. No kids. This guy's a player. Guys, that's, and some people listening to the show right now, know who he is. they know exactly who I'm talking about. Because they listen. From I'm not going to out it, but uh, 
I'm not gonna. I'll tell you after the show. Okay. I know him. Oh yeah. I don't want to know him anymore. <laughs> no, you should. He's one of your guys. She enjoyed it so much that he kept. He pushed I know through who the it pain. Is. No, I know, you know who it is. Shh, quiet. I'm not gonna say it, dude. <laughs> um, okay. So, so you. This is the thing. You want to open up the conversation ambiguously as a way of drawing your partner in, getting them interested. So, like, innocuous, kind of like, I've been thinking about you all day. I miss you. Can't stop thinking about the last time I saw you. Are you laughing? I'm I'm laughing because I'm picturing like three minutes from now what the texts are going to be. <laughs> okay, you can't can wait al- for you to suck the cut. Exactly, we're going to get there, people. Uh, you can also start with a question. You know what I was thinking about this morning, and then like she'll she'll say or he'll say what, um, or want to know what I plan for us tonight, and that piques their curiosity, um, gets their mind racing, invites their participation. I like texts like that when a guy's yeah. like, "Hey, I've been thinking. Guess what I'm thinking about." That's hot, right? Keeps your deepest like inner thoughts and kinky desires to yourself at first. So be flirty and playful. And then don't jump, like I said, right into the sex. You want to play up the romance, allude to candles and rose petals, that kind of thing. Uh, Essential massages, just like foreplay. So much of sexting, the mood takes place before the sex act themselves. So again, when you're starting out early, it's just kind of like the flirty foreplay um guess what i'm thinking about because like dirty talk when you like go right into it like i fuck me like or whatever you mm-hmm. like whoa is this making sense to you complimentary beak no well, i just hate the, the idea of a guy wanting to get to the sexting which i could understand and having to talk about rose fucking no i'm just saying it's an analogy like it's Can't an analogy wait to, light to a romance in your room that smells real nice so it has to but i'm not saying that i was saying it's analogous to like setting up the mood in the room like right. you can't just jump right to it so you right. want to set the atmosphere and then the third thing is be complimentary you know how i feel about compliments so warm them up tell them they tell okay this this is one of my favorite points in all of this is that you want to make them feel hot, desired, and wanted. I can't stop thinking about your soft, full lips. That thing you did last night in bed, I get so hot thinking about it. Every time I take a shower, I cannot wishing you were there with me. Like, these are pretty, fairly benign ways. Just make them the just, center of your universe. Yeah, make like, them feel good. Make, it, make, um, make them feel like you can't think of anything other than them, which right. might be the case. It is the case. You're thinking about them other things probably, but you want to make them feel good. So talk so. about the things that you – okay, this is my main point here though. This is the one that it was funny because when Madison and I were talking about this doing the show, I thought this is the one thing that has pissed me off and if guys sex me this stuff, I'm done uh-huh. because it says a lot about them. So you guys pay attention to this. This is what you want to do. You want to talk about the things this – this goes for men and women – but talk about things you want to do to please them. Yes. So rather than saying, I want to see you riding my dick or tonight I want you to go down on me for 20 minutes. <laughs> um, is that sense. tempting? No, I'm serious. Make it all about them. Mm. You want to run your hands over every part of their body. You want to go down on them until they're shaking. You can't wait to taste every inch of them. Because there was a guy that I was dating for. Actually, this was a sign. And I dated him for too long. But he'd be like. I can't wait to think. I, you, yeah, that kind of thing. Like, all about his penis and his yeah. pleasure. Like, I want you to suck me right now. I'm like, yeah, I'll bet you do. Mm-hmm. Or like, look what you made Look what ha- like you made me do. And he sends a picture of his... It's like... What did he send a picture of him? Like, his heart. Well, this was Madison. His right. heart? His heart, his penis in his pants going like, you gave me a bulge. That's bad? I would think that'd be okay. Because, mm. like, it's about you. It's kind of a compliment, but it's yeah. like, you just really want to show me your penis. What do you... What do you... What uh, this would have been better if he sent you like a brownie ad with like a wet paper towel. This is what I want to do to you. No, that wouldn't be good. a brownie he, ad. Like a oh, brownie, like wipe like up, the, like, yeah, the, wipe up the, the mess, the, the paper towels. Yeah, yeah, the paper towels. No, like I, I want to make you wet. No, no good. 
Right. You're getting there. He went from his hard dick to but you. But I'm saying is some guys are, that to me showed that this guy was really selfish because he was talking about right. what he wanted to do to him. I'm like, what about me? Right. And this was also the same guy who wasn't into pleasing me So it much. turned out the same Turns thing out, it, yes. in the bedroom as well. So the next thing is you want to be descriptive. Like with anything, this goes where, you know, phone sex, sexting, all of it. We're all really busy people, but you want to save the abbreviation. So like, you don't want to be like, I'm so horny. What are you doing? Like W-T-R-U-D. D-O-I-N. Like, no emojis. It's you shouldn't sexting. use emojis. Well, you can, but you want to be like, winky face, thinking right. about, like, what you doing, thinking about your what you eye clamp, you know? <laughs> so it's your chance to paint a picture of what you'd like to do to your partner, and more importantly, how you want to do it. So this is where you're descriptive, just like dirty talk in right. the bedroom. Uh, vivid and specific in what you want and what turns you on. This, this almost feels like a pitch. What? This does? Like, you want to make your movie, and, and you're, you're pitching the studios your ideas. I am right now, the way I'm doing this? No, like, that's in what you're, general, the, the people you're are doing in these texts. You're yeah. being descriptive. Here's what I have in mind for us. But think about it, though. That's you what's really going to get you going. You want green light this sex? You yeah. want green light this banging? Yeah, exactly. Um, because it also, like, you just want to be specific details. Like, I'm thinking about walking into your room, and you're wearing that. Like, I love when guys tell me what they found sexy. Like, you're wearing those not uh, those thigh high boots again and that skirt and I'm going to lift up that skirt like it's great it's not that hard like think about something that we've done in the past and then describe that like if you don't feel like you're that creative sexually and this goes both ways by the way men and women saying text like this and then it also provides like I said opportunity to communicate desires that are hard to talk about face to face so if there's been something that you've been wanting your partner to do or you'd like to try with them you can say for example, like if you're telling a story, I'm then I'm going to reach to the nightstand and pull out a set of handcuffs and lay back while you cuff me to the bedpost. Mm-hmm. So you can like let your partner know I've got cuffs in my nightstand. Right. Cuff my ass up. Cuff my arms up. Or like I'm going to open the front door, let the pizza delivery man come in and rail you while I watch in the corner and beat yeah. off. Exactly. Yeah. And then you know that they're into that kind of thing. Yeah. Right. So when the doorbell rings, you're prepared. But it is a good way to communicate because you're like, God, he doesn't quite know that I'm into like bondage or I want to be spanked like you spank me hard I think that's a good way to do it then next time he spanks you if he doesn't it means he can't read um okay um one more point but first let's take a quick break and say uh give a shout out to the people that we love that support the show make the show free make the show free for example Mm. texture so texture is amazing because you can get any single magazine you want literally any magazine that you check out on, that you've ever thought of buying or that you look at. Like, I look at them at the grocery store and I'm like, really, six ninety five for a magazine? A, I don't even buy them anymore. And you're killing that tree. You're killing the tree. So Texture, it's less than $10 a month. It offers unlimited access to all of your favorite magazines for less than the price of three magazines at the grocery store. It's like Netflix for magazines. It is. It's the Netflix of magazines. Um, I catch up on all my women's health articles, Glamour, Time Magazine, and it's so easy to use. You click on the headlines on the cover page and they take you right to the articles that interest you. Plus, they recommend stories for me daily. And the best part, they have every magazine to choose from. And this is the thing. I signed up for it because we're giving away everyone a month free, which I will tell you about in a second. But as I mentioned last week, like they actually, I hate notifications. Right. And since they were like tracking what I was reading, they, they're they like, this might interest you. And it was an article about procrastination, which it, then it did, didn't really help me because I ended up reading it. Right. But it was actually a really good article in Scientific American, which I wouldn't look process. at Scientific. American, right. but they knew it, makes and you it didn't smarter. bother me. Yeah. It made me smarter. And rather than like sitting on like Instagram or whatever, like I'm like, oh, I'm actually reading more now because I have texture. And I used to hoard magazines at my house because I did get subscriptions. Right. 
It's so much better. And then you so, feel like such a loser because you see him laying around your house. You're like, I, I paid I for guilt. that. I didn't even open it. And now it's all old news. You know, right. I used to get Entertainment Weekly delivered to my door every single week. Right. And they just stack up because they're coming, they're coming, they're coming. And I, if I don't have time, I feel like defeated seeing them in the house. Exactly. Yeah. And so that's how I felt. And um, I finally threw all my magazines away because I'm starting fresh with Texture. So go to texture.com slash Emily. Try it free for a month. That's T-E-X-T-U-R-E dot com Emily. And um, it's free. Check it out. All the magazines you want. And it's just so cool. Okay. Also, intensity. I, You've heard me talk about my intensity. And if you've bailed on your New Year's resolution to like work out more, I mean, how many of you made resolutions to work out more, quit smoking? It's rough. It's February, okay? It feels great to be in shape, boost your confidence and your libido. But if you're ignoring one muscle group that can have you have the biggest impact on your sexual performance... Don't worry, there's a product that will do the work for you. The Intensity is unique, insertable device. It strengthens your pelvic floor with gentle electrostimulation, delivering an extremely effective and automatic Kegel exercise. So you don't even have to do it yourself. You just lie back. The shaft inflates. It perfectly positions it to conductive pads where they will directly stimulate your pelvic floor muscle. You don't even have to do the squeezing part. Like you really just lie back and read my texture on my phone. That's what I do every day. Um, this muscle group gives you more control over your pleasure during intercourse. It's also responsible for, you know, preventing urinary incontinence, sneezing and peeing, not fun, which is what the intensity was originally designed to cure. And like, do you know in France that postnatal care, when you have a baby, they actually make you, they give you these devices and they make you do your Kegel exercises because so many women don't realize that after you have a child, you have a lot of issues going on down there, right? They make you? Yeah, they make you. It's part of the plan. It's like, no, they don't make you. They're like, I highly suggest you prepare the muscles. You had a child come out of your vagina and the muscles are looser. So um, they just happen to have a vibrating option as well because, hey, why not have an orgasm while you're working out? So I really have increased my strength control and I have the best orgasms of my life. And I even stopped doing it for a few weeks because I was super busy and I, it pissed me off. And then I realized and it, you it changed. you started peeing yourself. I did. No, I'm not kidding so, you. What? No. I wasn't peeing myself, but there is a thing when you cough or you sneeze, you get a little drop. Oh, and then I was like, oh, yeah. I've got to go back and do it again. It's like when your jeans don't fit when you stop working out. Right. So um, you don't have to worry about it. Like, so people pee when they do yoga, the whole thing. So order your intensity. Yeah. Go to sexwithelmy.com. Click on the intensity banner and um, get it. Pormod.com. I think they're having like $30 off or something. So check that out. Don't yeah. like it. Okay. Here's my fifth point about sexting. And then we're going to get your emails. Think before you selfie. Before you send a naked photo. Newsflash, according to Adam and Eve's sexting survey, 60% of respondents said they save nudes and sex to their phone. And I'm telling you it's true because all my friends show me it, men and women. That means that every naked picture you send, there's a 60% chance it was kept for later use, whatever that use may be. 60%? What's wrong with that 40%? I know. Why aren't they saving it? So here's the thing. Once you send a sext or a naked picture, it's gone forever. You've you've no idea what the (laughs) other person will do. It's not gone forever. That's the thing. It's you in your forever. brain, you think it's gone forever. So um, the majority of people know that a sex could be shared, but they don't think it will happen. There was a study at Indiana University, and it revealed that 95% said that, you know, hey, we believe the sex could be shared, but only 12% reported it happened to them. So they think, well, it would never happen to me. And you may think that it won't happen to you, but it does. And Madison was also telling a story that in 2008, she was dating a guy, uh, sent him all sorts of naked pictures through the relationship. This wasn't her. It was a friend of hers. And when they broke up, he sent them in a massive group text to all their mutual friends to make it so she couldn't be friends with them anymore. This girl. 
Like he kept people are malicious with your sex. So um, I'm I'm taken aback with guy friends that I've had who they're just like, hey, check it out. Like your friend did a canter the other night. All the time. And they're like showing me like girls that I know that I'm like friends with because right. we all go out together. And I'm like, dude, I don't want to see. Why are you doing this? And they just they don't care. They're like trophies almost. Right. And I'm I'm sickened and annoyed by a guy's candor in in doing that. And there's more. I I would say. More sorry, fellas who are listening, but I would say that more guys actually share their sexting pictures and their naked pictures of their girlfriends than don't. Oh yeah, they all. I mean, and I I think it's hugely inappropriate. I do too. And upsetting. I, I mean, you got to think about who you're sexting, what kind of person they are, are they type to share intimate de- details. But the truth is, you don't know anyone. You might break up with them. You think that they're not going to sex. So that's just. I think that's an important message for you people. Uh, pay attention and don't send naked. Photos. I just. Don't do I don't. I'm not a fan. Um, we can do some emails. Yeah, uh, one. Okay. Okay, everyone, thanks for emailing me. Feedback at sexwithelmy.com. Love hearing from you. Always include your name, where you live, how old you are. Okay. Hey, Emily, Happy New Year. Is it too late to be saying that? Anyways, the one question I've always had is, how can I build on my partner's self-esteem, confidence, so they won't be willing, so they will be willing to try new things in bed? Oftentimes, I find the initial reaction to a crest is no, or I'll feel silly, or I won't look sexy. Is there something more uh, besides communication and compliments to foster a more open mind and convince your partner that you find them sexy in any way? Uh, love the show and all your tweets, Daniel. Okay, Daniel. It could be the way that you're presenting these new ideas to your partner. So when sex things get brought up, like seemingly out of the blue, that could be a problem. You might be, uh, you might have to take a different approach because if you're just like, hey, let's try this, let's try that, she might not necessarily like know where you're coming from with it. So your mind is probably in sex a lot. Your partner, eh, she might not have been thinking about it a lot, but but and she's not even thinking about ways to take it to the next level. For her, what I'm thinking, if I'm in her position, these requests might feel like they're coming out of the blue. She hasn't thought about it. She doesn't know what she wants. And when you suggest it, she's like thinking maybe she's not enough for you. So positive reinforcement of all, and I know you said, y'all, you're already doing compliments, but I'm talking about positively reinforcing the things that she's already doing to help her feel more confident and sexy. Like, I really love when you climbed on top of me during sex last night. That was really hot. You can say it in a sext if you want. Um, That was so hot, you seemed like you were really enjoying it. And you put the focus on, like, these specific things that she's doing or trying, and that will help build her confidence surrounding sex versus just telling her, like, you're sexy. So this really is different than a compliment. It's more of, like, a very specific, like, I liked what you did sexually. And then also, have you ever, Daniel, asked her what she she'd be interested in trying versus asking her to fulfill your fantasies because right away she might not know off the bat what she wants to try, but we'll get her thinking about it because you say that her initial actions are no, I'll feel silly. I won't look sexy. So it sounds like she just needs a little more encouragement and maybe some time to think about what she'd want to try as well, rather than you just saying, let's do this, let's do that. And I'm going to be honest that a lot of women don't, many women, not a lot, but some women, the majority of women, not majority of what am I saying? Women, ladies, ladies, girls, don't always have these fantasies. Some women just don't fantasize. They're not like, God, I'm dying to try this. I'm dying to try that. So you might need to help her come up with those things. You might even say to her, like, what have you been thinking? She's like, nothing. But maybe you can suggest some things. Watch some porn together. Go online shopping for sex toys and be like, oh, this might be cool to try. So maybe you can together have a discussion rather than a one-way thing of telling her what you want to try. I feel like I know the ladies pretty well, Em. I've been around the block and I've been around for a while. Right, right? So you have been. And, and I'm happily married. And, uh, you know, I, I, I seem to... I know my wife inside and out, but every now and again, 
you guys, you always hear like, you know, girls and guys are so different and they'll, they'll never understand each other. And I don't know if that's absolutely true, but I also grew up with sisters. My point is, my point is, yes. uh, every now and again, I get thrown for a loop. And just a couple nights ago on Loveline, a girl called up and she said that she'd never touched herself before and never tried to masturbate. I immediately thought of you because you kind of went through the same thing. Right. And her reason was, I mean, I'm telling this for your emailer because just to let him know how out there some girls can be. Right. Her reason why she's never touched herself was because she's not attracted to herself and she doesn't think of herself as sexy and she doesn't turn herself on. So why would she even bother to bang herself, essentially? Right. Imagine that, guys. Imagine, like, the only way you could do yourself is if you, like, were sexually attracted to yourself. That's where her mind was at. Right. That's what she thought she had to be. Right. And actually, I did it a girl in high school. I remember she went, like, I tried to get her to do stuff and she'd be like, I don't want to dyke out with myself. Like what? Yeah, like it's interesting. Exactly. There's so many. That's a great example. There's so many women who just don't think about it, and we're so busy. We're on our phones. Like our brains don't go towards master. Mine didn't. Mine didn't go to masturbating. So that could be another thing. Maybe she doesn't. So mutual masturbation is great. You might get figuring out how she touches herself. So I just think, yeah, you got to bring her into it. That's a very good point. We get a lot of those calls. Okay, that people don't think about it. So women are not like men in that way. Okay. Mars, Venus, you know. <laughs> Mars, 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 Venus. Okay, thanks, Anderson. Uh, great to see you. Thanks Thank for sharing you, your dog. What's going on with uh, all your podcasts? Your, your podcast Cinematics empires? is the one that I'm kind of still trying to get off the ground. We just did uh, week seven. Uh, last week we did Deadpool and Where to Invade Next with Michael Moore. We see these movies a couple days before they come out. We release it on Wednesday. And then uh, you no, you have an idea of what's co- coming out uh, that, that week. And... Um, this week, uh, kinda, you know, that's great. Like, I don't oh, think anyone did. should see a movie without watch, listening to your podcast. Yeah, and we don't give things away, and we actually uh, will bring up stuff that you might not notice uh, had you not seen it. We get the press notes, and we get you know studio stuff, and we see behind the scenes stuff. So we have more information that enhances your movie going experience. We also uh, hit race this week, which is the Jesse Owens true life story, but the 1936 Olympics where the uh, oh, yeah. gold medal he went into Nazi Germany, and he's yep. a, he was the first ever black track totally and field. Remember. And uh, Jason Sudeik is actually his first dramatic role. And you know what? This movie's good. Really? And it, they're, they're not making it look good on TV. This is a good little movie. Documentary? This, no, it's... No, it's Jason Sudeik is oh, right, right. Uh, playing actor. the coach. Right. I got it. I want to see it. It's well acted. I want to see a lot it's, of movies this weekend film. with your dog. Yeah. Can you bring dogs into the theater? It's frowned upon. Okay. What if I... Oh, I got to get you his vest, too. Not that you should abuse it, but he can be... He can definitely pass. He's my therapy dog because he doesn't bark. He doesn't... He's a mellow... He's already I shouldn't have said this on... Per, on, on what? I no, everyone's had the Because I hate how people do that. I've been doing it with Stanley for 10 years, and he's never caused a problem. Well, Stanley's the best dog on the, board, on, on, on on the, the planet. planet. All right, let's go get us thing. Okay, got it. Okay, okay. thanks, everyone, for listening. Oh, the, the name of that show, sorry, Cinematics. Cinematics. Cin- like cinema, get it on iTunes. And then Addicts, like with drugs, because uh, we're, we're addicted to cinema. And it's on iTunes, yeah. Check it out. Okay, um, everyone, thank you. Also, follow me. Do it, do it, do it. Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, freaking all of those places. It's at Sex with Emily. Thanks for listening. Was it good for you? Email me, feedback at sexwithemily.com. Okay, but first, I'm going to tell you about, or at the end, you know, I'm going to tell you about permescent. One in three men, they suffer from premature ejaculation or they just want to last longer in bed. I get that. I hear from this from guys all the time. They're like, how do I last longer? How do I last longer? You might last five minutes. You want to last 10. Try out permescent. It's a quickly absorbing delay spray. Allows you to have the sex you want. Um, you can focus on your partner's hot body. You don't have to think about like baseball or all the things that guys do so they won't come. Really, just take Promescent, put on your penis. It doesn't transfer to your partner and it'll help you last twice as long. Thousands of urologists are recommending Promescent, the only FDA-approved treatment for premature ejaculation or just for lasting longer in bed. Go to Promescent.com. Check it out or check it out on our website. Click on the banner. Thanks for listening. Here's a message from Podcast One. 
Okay. They've got a really important listener survey at podcastone.com. Your responses will help make this show the very best it can be. And you'll help Podcast One continue granting your requests. It'll only take three minutes of your time, and you get the instant gratification that comes with knowing you help support the show. It's just as important as supporting our sponsors. You can tell us how you really feel about the show and help us get to get to know you better. Do it now. Take the survey at podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com. Thanks.